What event comes once a year and could change how you see the world around you? The answer? When your vision benefits renew. And now that they have, there's no better time to visit your neighborhood Pearl Vision, where they'll cover your out-of-pocket cost or insurance copay for your eye exam. Schedule your family's eye exams at pearlvision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 4-30-2022. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cocoa Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Cocoa Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to the Cocoa Express Show for, well, welcome to the Cocoa Express Show Network for Saturday, October 18th, 2014. And as you know, it's the Saturday that brings you Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success with Steve Duncanson and Marilyn Ocasio. So please, let's go on over to their side. Thank you. Paradigm Shifters. Principles for Life and Success, hosted by motivationalist Steve Duncanson. Start framing your tomorrows today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. I'm your host, Steve Duncanson. I am pleased to be able to be here with you. As always, I look forward to the time, our time of sharing value one with another. Um, normally, my co-host uh, Marilyn Nicasio is with us. I don't know if she's tuned in yet. Marilyn, you there? Hi. Yes, yes, I'm here. Thank you, Steve. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hi, Aurelia. Hi. <laughs> Marilyn shows up right at the bell, and we're on. <laughs> Glad you can make it, Marilyn. Glad you can make it. Thank you. Like Good to be here. Uh, also, like to acknowledge and uh, welcome uh, on the air with us as well the executive producer of the Coco Express show and um, and the executive producer of this program as well, um, Aurelia Lyles. Aurelia, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Steve. You know, I want to take the, I want to take a moment just to tell you how I am just so honored to have both you and Marilyn on this particular segment because not only do you do this, but you do some amazing things outside of the arena of this um, particular microphone. And, Steve, you hosted an event um, last weekend, and I have to tell you that I am just so impressed by the the amazing things that you do. And Marilyn just opened her... um, Helping Heal's Heart um, business out in Jersey. So you guys are out there really doing some amazing things, and I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you for taking time to be with us. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for recognizing it. You know, it's uh, there's nothing like doing what um, what you have a passion to be able to do, and I think that lends itself to uh, how it's delivered as, as well. You know, last week we did a um, – I hosted a Learn to Lead event with um, the one and only John Maxwell, 
um, Dr. John C. Maxwell um, from Atlanta to do the simulcast. Mm-hmm. And um, tremendous event. It was broadcast to 300 locations uh, around the world, and my location was the was the only location in New York City where uh, we held it. And um, it was a really great time, great event, and a lot that was learned. It, he was promoting his new book, uh, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions, and um, there's a lot to, to gain from it. Um, thank you for acknowledging it, and uh, um, I'm always glad to be able to have the opportunity to, to share stuff about you know what I, what I do on the outside and how we come to be here. Marilyn, so if, yes. if you would just tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit about uh, about your program. Yes, well, I have a very big smile on my face right now. Thank you so much for that, Aurelia, and and thank you, Steve. I'm also honored to be here on the show with you guys, and um, I just really have a big smile on my face just to uh, to hear the wonderful things that you're doing, Steve. And you mentioned, you know, saying about following your purpose, and that's why I'm smiling because. That's my message from my heart to everyone is to follow your purpose and follow your dream because we're all here for a purpose. And sometimes or many times we let our fear get in the way. And when we take a step of faith, which is what I did, um, things just unfold beautifully. So I just opened up my studio, Helping Heal Hearts, and I, what I'm doing is combining uh, natural intuitive healing, which is what I do, incorporated with the Reiki, and also with performing arts. And I want children and teenagers to be able to have the opportunity to learn at an early age that there is a way to relax. <laughs> And to reduce stress and anxiety and that they don't have to end up turning to alcohol and drugs and being depressed and that there is a better way. And I want to be able to uh, help them to find the tools to do this um, by teaching them about Reiki and intuitive healing and meditation and with the performing arts, I want to give acting classes and no experience is necessary where they can learn about uh, mental and emotional wellness. I'm going to have a yoga instructor teaching teenagers and children. I'm going to have a massage therapist also, and we're going to have acting lessons. I'm even going to combine it with uh, music, music because music is therapy. Mm. So I want to, I want the children to be able. To, if they want to take a piano lesson that they can afford, they'll be able to afford to take this because I see uh, many people are so they have that talent inside of them and they have no idea and they can or if they feel like they want to uh, let's say play, play the piano or they have something in their heart that's really calling to them that they can discover the talent. So that's what Helping Heal Hearts is about. It's about bringing the greatest that's inside of you, discovering uh, discovering who you really are and bringing you to a place of uh, relaxation and fulfillment. Great. Now, oh, it's interesting. Great. It's really interesting that you would, you know, talk about hysteria and, and, and panic and stuff like that because I believe that society has convinced us that we should be driven to fear something. And I believe the complete and total opposite. Now, I'm going to go to you guys so you can tell us how do we get to the opposite of fear 
anxiety, and panic and hysteria. I mean, there is a place there, and you have to kind of tell me what is that place, and how do you get there? Okay, Ken, I I just I just want to start by saying with the the fear will always be there. It's uh, it, there's going to be fear. Um, it's what we do with it. And we have to realize that it's in our thoughts, and it comes from just having those doubts and having our minds conditioned in a certain way and not believing in ourselves. But when we tap into our creativity and our higher self and we step into that place of faith, that fear that's going to be a little bit of doubt there all the time, but if we let, if we allow that doubt to get in the way, it's going to take away that power that we have inside of us. So one thing is fear, but you also uh, spoke about, you know, the, the anxiety and the stress. So we're energy, so it's about balancing our energies, balance, keeping it in balance and one of the things that I do is balance your energy. It's the emotional well-being, but it's the mind, body, and the soul. And we need to learn to do this because we don't we don't grow up learning this. And this is why I'm doing this and I'm reaching out to children and teenagers because they have no idea what it is. I mean, many of them have no idea what it is to just be still and just be especially nowadays with all the technology and the texting and the computers and they don't really have a lot of time or take the time to socialize and interact with each other or to be out in the country on a farm without the technology so there's so much there is so much involved and i would like to uh, pass this over to steve and so that you can take, take it from here steve well, I, you know, I, I think one of the – thank you, Marilyn. One of the, the major things you brought out is that the fact that fear uh, is is always going to be around us, as well as its opposite, like uh, to, to the, the, the opposite of fear, where peace is going to be there. And we have to choose which one of the two we want to focus in on um, because – that's kind of like what attitude is about, right? Attitude is an outward expression of an inward happening. So in other words, irrespective of what's going on around you, it's what's going on inside of you, your ability to be able to focus and make a choice for the thing that you want as opposed to what you don't want. Now, of course, this doesn't mean we walk around in a bubble like things aren't going on around us because let's keep it real based on what we're dealing with even today. I mean, the, the, the Ebola situation that, that mm-hmm. exists uh, here in, in, uh, in America oh, yeah. now yeah, we, we, and clearly there's some things we have to be able to keep in balance, right, because there is not an Ebola epidemic in America. There have been a couple of isolated cases of mm-hmm. uh, individuals who have gotten Ebola, both of whom have had some direct contact with one another, um, and then everything else is other people that had vicarious uh, connection with them, but those people have not um, um, exhibited any uh, evidences of having Ebola, right, the Ebola virus. So, mm-hmm. um, but we can, some people can choose to focus and, uh, and, uh, and uh, because like the law of focus, what do you focus on expands, right? So if you focus on the negative aspect uh, of fear of what could happen with the Ebola virus, then that's what creates the mass hysteria, because people have chosen to focus there. Again, I want to reiterate that we don't put our heads in the sand because you're not ignoring something that's around you. 
You, we, mm-hmm. we do take precautions. However, there are times when we can uh, we, we can magnify things or in some way uh, uh, blow that thing up when that isn't really what's going on at the moment. But we've done it because of, of, of fear uh, and anxiety, and, and which causes then stress, which has its negative impact. So the, 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 the aspect of being able to focus on what you want and not, and not what you don't want while acknowledging what's going on around you is, is something that's, that's critically, critically important. Uh, and having having some coping mechanisms to be able to deal with these things. But the reality is, like, fear, worry, anxiety, those things have never they, – they won't eliminate or prevent the negative thing from happening, right? Mm-hmm. Be, be, being afraid of, of something like the Ebola virus will not cause you uh, um, t- for it not to – to be infected by it, right? It, it requires education and knowledge, and then proactive actions um, that will that will prevent that. But the reality is that we have a choice of what we want to focus on, and ever whatever we focus on, that's going to become the reality that we that we end up living with. So uh, I believe, Aurelia, in answering your question, how do we how do we deal with that? We have to consciously and intentionally choose our focus. You know, Marilyn's talked about many times how the, uh, the universe operates and that the universe abhors a vacuum, right? So if you don't fill it with what you want, what you don't want will fill it. And so mm-hmm. being able to pour in the right things, again, the aspect, what are we reading, watching, listening to, what are our associations? I mean, we just keep going back to some core elements that would displace the issue of fear when it comes to um, what's going on in the uh, in, that we're dealing with in, in this nation right now, as far as the Ebola virus, or uh, some people are fearful because of uh, they consider we, we were in a recession, uh, social security issues, retirement issues, all worrying. I don't care if everybody got together and worried, it would not fix anything. Matter of fact, it would make it worse. Right? That's how mm-hmm. the, the stock market operates, based on emotion, based on fear. What people uh, procrastinate, what, what, what people uh, speculate will happen moving forward, and that's what like worry is. It's speculating negative on the future, mm-hmm. and uh, most of the things we worry about will never happen anyway. So we have to yeah. make a conscious yeah. choice for mm-hmm. something else, and I think that's kind of like what you were referring to, right, uh, Marilyn? That that we have to. You, you choose what you, you – those positive things, those good things. Um, and, you know, if connect this matter, if you would connect what we're talking about right now with the law of attraction, right? Because the more we focus on what we don't want, we bring more of that into our world, right? Right. If you, if you notice a person that's, um, let's say, not very healthy, if you look at their history and their attitude and how they behave, most of the times they're in um you know, in a very uh, – uh, negative state of mind. They're always focusing on their uh, their uh, let's say whether if they're, if they're not healthy or they're not feeling well. That's all they talk about. So the more you focus on that, the more you focus on 
what you don't want in your life, the more you're going to attract that. But if you keep mm-hmm. saying to yourself, I am I am healthy, I feel great, and no matter what, and I'm, I'm not saying, I mean, we, we have to be realistic also. I mean, I understand we have to respect that there are, you know, there are major illnesses and that we have to mm-hmm. deal with. But the, the thing that I'm saying is we have, like, that really positive state of mind and attitude, that good attitude no matter what, and look at what we can be grateful for. It's really going to take a shift. You know, we talk about the paradigm shift. It's really going to make a shift in our body. And the the fear, the fear is only going to stop us and paralyze us from doing what we want to do, and it's also going to block that. If we live in fear, our energy is going to be low, so it's going to block those good things that are waiting to come into our life. It's like if we're we're, we're crossing our arms in front of us and not allowing it to come in. So we open, open our arms and surrender and allow that to come in. It's just saying to ourselves that our job on this earth is to feel good and say those five magic words, I want to feel good. And what do we think about when we go to sleep at night? Are we worrying? Are we worrying about, you know, the different obligations, responsibilities, problems, challenges? Are we going to sleep, you know, that way, thinking about all those things? Or are we going to sleep with a sound mind and thinking about all the things that we're grateful for. What's one wonderful thing that happens today? What are my five successes that I have today? And train our brain to to think that way. Um, We're always going to have challenges. We're always going to have difficulties, obstacles. But we have to learn how to get through that and go around it and have in our mind imprinted constantly what is it that we want, what is our vision, what is our dream, and not let go of it. And because when when we do, if we're not focusing on it constantly, we're going to let all these obstacles and challenges, because we're going to have them and we're going to get rid of them and more are going to come. So it's what we do with them, what we do with them. And... And like I say, the, the most important thing is that we keep our energy high and feeling good. And it, it, in our mind, it says, oh, how, how that's, we can't do that. That's impossible because our ego doesn't want that, but our spirit and our higher self wants that. And that's pretty much how the, you know, the law of attraction works. You know, we, we, we talk about this a lot, Marilyn, you know, from, from month to month, and I'm sure in between our listeners and maybe in various places may hear similar sorts of things. But I tell you, there's nothing like having a real-life example of what we're talking about because clearly this can sound like rhetoric. It can sound like some sort of, uh, you know, psycho babble mantra, right? But it's not until (laughs) the application of this is seen that it reinforces it. And and I was just just last night, I was uh, checking on, on Facebook and, I came across the story of a young lady. Her name is Michaela Prince, um, and she's actually, this is her first book that's being released. It's called Taking Flight. And so it's the, the extraordinary memoirs of, of Michaela, who is a young dancer who escaped war-torn Sierra Leone for the rarefied heights of the American ballet. Now, let's, her story is essentially this. She, her parents died. She was in Sierra Leone. Her parents died early in her life, and she was sent to an orphanage, 
Okay, again, we're not talking about in America. So, you know, and, and let's keep it real here in America. Our chances are better than just about every other country in the world, okay? So if somebody else outside of this country is able to apply these things, we certainly can, all right? So uh, she was an orphan, uh, an orphan in, this, in this place, and she was known as what's called the 27th, um, the, the number 27 in the orphanage. And they rate, they rate them from numbers 1 through 27 based on perceived potential. Again, this is what other people perceive of their, the individual potential and likelihood of being adopted. She was number 27 of 27. Um, but she, I mean, she had uh, vitiligo, and, and there, I think there's some other, other uh, physical issues there, right? But the long and short, she saw this picture. And, and while, during her time in the orphanage, she saw a picture book, a magazine, I believe it was, of mm-hmm. a ballerina. And she didn't know at the time it was a ballerina. She just saw it was a dancer in a nice tutu and, and doing something that she automatically clicked with. And so mm-hmm. she kept this vision from a little girl. She kept this vision of being a ballerina. And it, it came a point where she was adopted. And... When she met her adoptive mother, by the way, who was a white woman, right? So, you know, this, that's another important dynamic across the board, right? That, that how race is, we're, we're all the same on the inside, right? It's, it's, it's the individual's heart, not their skin. But anyway, so this woman adopted her. And uh, one of the things that, that Michaela told her mother, her new adoptive mother, was that, you know, I, I saw this picture uh, of this, and she was then told it was a ballerina. She said, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. Um, and she held that dream. Not only she held the dream, her, her mother got into um, a, a, ballet, a ballet program. Fast forward the story. Today, Michaela de Prince is a ballerina with the American Ballet here in the United States. And it, it. it was about, God, I'm sorry, I'm listening. I said, I love it. <laughs> she, she, irrespective of what her circumstances said to her, what they would suggest to her, she held on to the dream. She wasn't afraid to embrace what she wanted as opposed to what was trying to be forced on her by virtue of her environment. <laughs> Right. She chose faith over fear. The opposite of fear is faith. And what is faith? Faith is believing what you cannot see. Once you see something, it no longer requires faith, but it's believing what you cannot see. And what is belief? The law of belief expresses to us that what you believe is only and always revealed in your behavior. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's, the, here's, the, here's the balance to that, or, or, or the counter aspect of that is, is that... We, as human beings, we reject all incoming information that's inconsistent with what we're willing to believe. And so we have to challenge ourselves with what are we willing to believe? How much are we willing to discount the circumstances? Notice I'm saying ignore the circumstances because they're, they're there. So you're not saying they aren't there. You're not in denial. But what you are saying to yourself is that irrespective of the situation and circumstances, there is a dream, there's a desire that I have, and I'm willing to do what's necessary to be able to get that. 
Paul Martinelli, who's part of the uh, John Maxwell group, often talks about at the end of all of his talks and his letters, he, uh, he uh, has this little phrase that says, hold your vision. Hold your vision. Why do you have to hold it? Because the world's going to try and snatch it from you. Circumstances are going to try and snatch it from you. They're going to try to tell you something that isn't really the case. But what we have to be willing to do is to focus on what we want, not what we don't want, to be able to choose faith irrespective of what circumstances dictate. To discount fear, choose faith, and have grit. Linda Kaplan Thayer has an acronym for GRIT which is guts, resilience, initiative, and tenacity. And, and I believe those are the things that are necessary to bring into existence the thing that we want. The key always boils down to, right, what do we want, why do we want it, what are we willing to do to get it, right? How badly do you want that thing? And so um, as much as we here on Paradigm Shifters, may talk about this, and in Marilyn's program, people will come to her program and she'll talk about stuff, know that this, this is real. If it worked for one other human being, it can work for you as well. If it worked for Michaela coming out of Sierra Leone, not even in the United States of America, that it can happen for us here as well if we apply ourselves to these principles. Again, that might seem trite. We've heard before. We're not talking about what you've heard. We're talking about what you do. What are you willing to do with this information to be able to get the results that you ultimately want? Because whatever you're focusing in on, as Marilyn expressed earlier, whatever you're focusing in on, that's what you're attracting. You're attracting more of that into your world. And so, in other words, we are empowered to create results that we want. Yes, okay, and uh, I'm off the soapbox. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was great, Steve. And I want to mention about not giving up because I have to say, with my personal experiences, I, I mean, this has always been my dream, and it's taken me years to finally get here. And through these years, I've I've had to overcome major challenges in my life, transitions. Uh, health issues with, you know, very close family members, you know, being in hospitals, uh, deaths of family members and friends, being in funerals. And, you know, there's been a lot of setbacks. So it's not like, oh, you know, Marilyn is in this lala land. What is she talking about? It's not that because when I talk about this, it's because I've experienced it and I've lived it. And, I yes, I've had, I've had my days where, uh, that I got so discouraged and it's just hard to get out of bed. But then when you remind yourself of why you're here and you think about that dream that you have and you know that you're here to serve a purpose, that brings you right back and it, it brings you right back to life. It brings your spirit back up. So I've had, and we've all had, I can't say that. I, I, really can't, I really don't believe that there's one person that has escaped from these feelings of being really discouraged and feeling really mm-hmm. low. We all experience that, and we all have to remind ourselves and get back on track and, you know, immediately change our way of thinking because if not, we can become very discouraged and give up. So I really, really want to... And you know, encourage everyone to 
to not quit and to not give up. So sometimes when we're this close to quitting and saying, you know what, I can't anymore, I just can't take it anymore, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, in the Bible that says, God will not give you more than you can handle. And I really, really believe that because there's been a lot that I've had to overcome, as I said, and, you know, God knows when we can't handle anymore. And I really feel that I'm in a place of victory now, and um, my dream is coming true. It's you know unfolding right before me, and because I, because I took, I really have to take a step of faith and put my fear on the side and, and take that step. And I believe that that's my purpose. I'm, I'm following it, and everything unfolding right before me. And I believe. And I really believe also in the divine guidance and, you know, in the law of attraction. And um, so, you know, like I say, you know, some people say, I'm Marilyn, what world are you living in? Because I'm always in a good mood. I'm always happy. And But like I said, I do have those times. We're all going to have those times. We're human. And one of my friends told me once, Marilyn, is this, and she's a Tai Chi master, and she said one of the things that I've learned about you is that no matter what is going on in our lives, we can still be happy. And that was my choice. Mm-hmm. It's my choice to 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 be happy and to spread that because it's contagious. You smile to some, you know, you smile and then the other person smiles. It's contagious. The high energy, the enthusiasm, people feel it and it's the energy. Mm-hmm. It's interesting yeah. to ask you uh, what world you're living in because the reality is this. All of us are living in the world that we choose. We're living in the world that we choose. We're not choosing the circumstances around us. However, we are choosing the world we live in given those, those, those circumstances. Mm-hmm. All right? and, um, and when we realize, and I can't reinforce enough how we cannot view these things simply as uh, trite aphorisms or just old proverbs, old sayings. They have to be real, practical, relevant in the context of our lives. They have to be applied. And the, the, the things that you were saying to us, to yourself, we talk about this all the time, right? The most powerful words you ever hear are the words you say to yourself. So what are you saying to you when circumstances around you aren't what you want? What do you say to you? Because no, when you say that, you're creating the world that you're living in. Exactly. So, uh, we, this is where we are all empowered, and that, that's the encouragement that we always like to leave you with uh, our, our listeners, that, yeah, that, that we're, we're not, don't put your head in the sand. You definitely have to wake up to what's going on around you, but you don't have to succumb to it. You can overcome, and overcoming is a choice based on you choosing faith over fear, based on you uh, speaking what you want, focusing on what you want, not you, what you don't want, applying these things that you know to get ultimately in life what you want. Never give up on your dream. Well, our time is done for today. I want to thank you, Marilyn, for being here. Thank you. I want to thank you, Aurelia. Absolutely. Thank you, Aurelia, for uh, you know, your provocative question. Look what it sparked. 30 minutes of, uh, <laughs> of encouragement for uh, for our listeners, and we thank you, our listeners, also for tuning in. Uh, we look forward to being again with you next time right here on Paradigm Shifters. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Thank you all. Thank you. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.